You are now entering film I see, mate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of chew bubble gum piled, you know that? Say it, sir! I'm leaving you, people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudin, and I am joined this episode by the great Brandon, uh, Brandon, our current code word breaking leader this season, even though last week was some trickery. But what there was no trickery last week. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, how are you, man? Man, I am good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. Uh, like you said, I am currently in the lead, and I hope to say that uh, stay that way this season because I really, really want to win that, win that, uh, <laughs> win that trophy this year. So that being said, it is good to be back. It is good to be talking some uh, some movies with you. Um, and yeah, how are you doing, Phoenix? I'm awesome. Uh, I guess. <laughs> We, because of the movie that we are talking about today, uh, we checked out the uh, new movie uh, that came on Amazon Prime, starring Sylvester Stallone, uh, Dasha Polanco, uh, and I'm not going to bother trying to figure out who else was in this. Uh, (laughs) It's called Samaritan, uh, sort of a superhero-esque type of story um this kid finds he's a big samaritan fan uh him and his brother nemesis were uh which again terrible name uh but him and his brother nemesis were twins they uh they they had a great injustice done to them they turned on each other one went good one went evil uh ultimately nemesis tried to kill his brother he was successful they both were uh, killed, and that's the story. But this kid believes that Samaritan is still alive. And he comes across a guy who's a um, garbage man who saves him from a cup, from getting uh, beat up by a gang of bullies, and he believes he is Samaritan. And that's our story. Okay. Um, this was a film I didn't get to until last night. So it is very fresh on the brain, uh, but <laughs> and I have some thoughts, as you can probably tell from the tone of my voice. So um, let's start with our non-spoiler thoughts on Samaritan. Brandon, what did you think of the film? It sucked. <laughs> that's, all can, that's all I can. That's all I can really <laughs> say, though. It, 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 it's a movie that exists and it sucks. <laughs> That's all I can really say about it. It's a movie that exists. That's for listen, sure. <laughs> listen, Sylvester Stallone was there. But that's about it. He was there. He got paid. Cool. I have paid. never seen Sylvester Stallone be so lazy in a movie in my oh, life. Oh, man. Man. Tell the truth. <laughs> like, oh, like, I, like, like, no disrespect to Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Love the guy. Right. But he was lazy as f- movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was not a. It was not a strong effort, and like it was a thing, strong effort from anybody. Sorry. Yeah, ex- no, you're you're one hundred percent right. Like <laughs> the thing that I couldn't understand throughout the whole film was I was like I wasn't sure if it was the script that was just really bad the acting that was just really bad or like the direction like because it was all just sort of like at every single moment of the film you're like oh whose decision was that like oh that doesn't that didn't work or you know what I'm it's like it's just like so many times and I was like I can't tell which part of this uh filmmaking process is is really making this worse like <laughs> 
like because it just kept happening and i was like i don't know if it's the acting i don't know if it's the direction or i don't know if it's just the script itself but a lot of this did not work <laughs> yeah i'm i'm just i'm right there with you man it's just like even the editing was not good there were <laughs> yeah. there was a scene i i filmed it on my phone i'll have to find it there's a scene where the bad guy takes the kid i don't even know his name takes the kid hostage like mm-hmm. as soon as he gets them on like the rooftop mm-hmm. and he words something that is not even close to what the f- said <laughs> like what the what he void what he mouthed isn't what he what was said in the movie oh yeah yeah i think i know what you're talking about oh my god there was so much wrong with this film like <laughs> Let's just let's break the seal of spoilers right here. <laughs> oh my god. Like spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh my god, are you kidding me? What is this movie? And then it turns out that he's not Samaritan, that he's nemesis. What yeah, yeah. And I and I, I was gonna say I called that so early. Like I called it so early. Oh, like, like the second just... The second they said that they were twins, I was like, oh, so he's probably not the one that everybody thinks he is. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just it's all it's all out in the open. Like the the signs are there immediately and you can pick up on that pretty quickly. Like, yeah, like, oh, we're we're twins. And he refuses to talk about what happened between with Nemesis. I'm like, yeah, no, he's Nemesis. But hey, it doesn't matter because in the end. He redeemed himself. Sure, he may have killed a bunch of people back in the day. Sure, he may have, uh, you know, killed Samaritan. But hey, it's fine. He saved a little child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, and I also want to say, I know that acting is difficult. Okay? Acting is really hard. I know that being a child actor is incredibly difficult. It really is. Ooh, that being said, the the kid who played Sam, I know that there are some really, really good child actors out there. How on earth did he get this job over them? <laughs> like, like, I just I'm I'm just curious. I know we all want to give, you know, a young upstart a chance. Congratulations, Javon Walton. That's his name. Congratulations. I hope you have much success and that you're you grow in your career uh, as you move forward. Congratulations. But this was terrible. <laughs> this, this, was a, this was the most insufferable performance I had, I've ever had to sit through. And you, you'll see worse. I'm, I'm, maybe. I'm just, maybe. No, I, I'm just saying I, I you'll see worse because I'll have to tell, uh, there are a few films so. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I've, I've seen worse this year. I've definitely seen worse this year. But like, bro, that, that was, that was, really it was really bad and again like i was like every time he like had some dialogue i was like again i'm not sure which one it is I'm, i don't know if it's the direction i don't know if it's the acting i don't know if it's the screenplay but everything he he was giving me i was like i i, I could do without <laughs> like what was the point of him going to where all this all the quote bad guys were what was the point of him going there and then just want to be taken as a hostage anyways? Like he was always their enemy. He was last I checked, he was welcomed with open arms over there. Is there a scene missing or something? I, I think I know what you mean. Like he he's he hangs he gets in the car with them. And um and yeah, it feels like there's a scene missing because like they they ask him like to stand outside and whistle if he sees the cops or something like that. And he can't whistle, which I, I learned also last night that neither can I. <laughs> I've always known I can't. Yeah. And like, and then like the very next scene, I guess he's supposed to be waiting outside and he sees them all pull up and they grab a guy and they take him in and then he follows them and sees what happens. And then he runs away, sees the, the gang kids beating up his friend 
and he decides to beat them up and he gets beat up pretty badly. Like, yeah, it, it does feel like there's a scene missing because like the the turn, the shifting turns, it happens really quickly. And like, how do they just randomly know that he's friends with, quote, Samaritan? Oh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, I think I, I, I think it's just because Samaritan saved him or I look. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> OK. The, the, I am I am very convinced that no film this year will be worse a worse experience for me than Jurassic World Dominion. There, there's no. N- no film this year that could See, that could top I, how bad that film is. I said that about Moonfall, and then they slash them, put its face on the map. I'm and I'm never gonna watch that. So. Yeah, don't. <laughs> It's so, worth it. like, like for me, Jurassic World Dominion, as far as a movie that I paid money to go see and, and literally wanted to strangle every single human being who had a hand in that movie, I don't think I'll, I'll get a film as bad as that one this year. However, this film tried to come very, very close. <laughs> like, it really tested my patience because it was... It was lazy, like you said, 100%. It was lazy. It was, it was just, it was so, uh, like, cheesy. There, there it is. Uh-huh. Like, it was incredibly cheesy. Like, the whole idea of, like, this kid comes into his life and he's trying to impart, like, wisdom to this kid. And it's like, bro, you're a murderer, bro. Like, like. Like you're a legit murderer, like, and and none of it, none of it really worked, right? Like, they, they, it was like they had an idea of you know this hero who vanished, and you know there are still people who believe in him. Cool, great, that's that's great. And this kid who finds him, also great, but I think they failed at building a connection between these two characters that was genuine and that was you know heartfelt that could really move mm-hmm. this story and, and you know what I'm saying it felt like he he had to save him out of obligation merely because he was the one kid who knew who he was like less less about like them being tied to each other in some sort of familiar way or anything like that like no it was literally just because he he figured it out (laughs) yeah it it was just not good like i hate to keep just using the term but like you said it earlier we were like oh they didn't really explain this and they're like oh i don't know how this happened it's not for us to know because the writers don't even want us to know we're not supposed to know because the writers didn't want to tell us i don't even think they knew (laughs) Yeah, yeah they they were like all right cool all right they probably figured out before they even started filming, where can we throw in a few deleted scenes? And they just removed those chunks from the script. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> um, the sad thing is, not, and I, um, this is kind of crazy for me to say, um, Dasha Polanco and Moises Arias were the best performances in this whole movie. All right, I, I do have a question regarding that. I've seen... Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were talking. No, never mind. Wrong guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Moises Arias, is, he was the gang, the kid gang leader, I guess. Was he the guy with the dreads? Yeah. Yeah. Seasoned actor. So that's that's probably why I felt he was the strong performance here. Same with Dasha Polanco, also a seasoned actress. Um, so, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they delivered the most believable performances in this whole movie. Whereas everyone else I felt was either phoning it in or just was not good for the role. Martin Starr did not deserve to be in this. Martin Starr, again, a great actor. If he had had a more prominent role, sure. But like his little like one scene cameos, like it's almost like this film was made by like college students and they could only afford him for a, a day. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because in the beginning of the film, he's like, oh, yeah, it's just a myth. And then at the end of the film, he's just back. I believe you, kid. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And it was like, you had him for a day. You couldn't afford to pay him longer. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that's that's what it that's what it felt like. It felt very cheap, felt very cheesy, felt very lazy. Um, not a lot really worked to to tie it all together. There wasn't there wasn't that universal connection that I feel like uh, most films get. And like, I just want to speak on this too. This is something that I've noticed in a lot of um, superhero films. Maybe not all of them, but like definitely some is like you know trying to connect to young people seems to be their goal and like if you have like a young person they they usually pair like a young person up with a superhero and that's supposed to like represent the good in him i guess the the youth and innocence in him and i i really find that to be a very lazy uh storytelling trope but i get why you do it but here it it absolutely did not work. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just it's just a big old disappointment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um I think the funniest scene unintentionally, because it made me it reminded me of the movie The Cat in the Hat was when he gets when he gets run over by the car and he has to get in the shower. The way that scene is shot and what happens in that scene is so freaking funny unintentionally. Oh, yeah. I'm I mean, like, what the f- am I watching? I don't think there really is any other, like, comedic scenes, really, at all. I'm like, I, I, I genuinely can't think of any. I have a huge gripe with this. Remember when, remember when Evil Goatee Guy sends his henchman to go pick him up mm-hmm. and he's like hey boss wants to meet you and they start fighting and then this guy pulls out a gun and tries shooting him mm-hmm. like doesn't your boss want to meet you doesn't mm-hmm. your boss want to meet him why are you trying to kill him i mean also speaking of the ooh, the thing that made me the maddest right i'm like so you know this guy's a superhero at, at this point. By the time we get to the final act, you recognize that this guy's a superhero. He's probably Samaritan. He's also clearly bulletproof. Why do you keep trying to shoot this man? Like, exactly. I'm like, every single one of them just do, 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 do. And I'm like, bro, he's beating y'all with his bare hands, like through and through. We can tell like he's, in practically invincible and i'm like number one why are you even still pursuing him number two if all you're gonna do is try to shoot him which you you clearly can see is not working what are you like i i get it we we need to have an action set piece i just like i feel like it went on for far too long and it was just it became really redundant really stupid and the action in this movie is probably you could argue the highlight right is probably the highlight of the film um but again you mean the end credits isn't (laughs) right next to it like you know what i'm saying like so like for me like i think that was that was everyone's notion was it doesn't matter that the script isn't great just give us you know solid action scenes and there's one or two solid solid action scenes and uh and that's that's it <laughs> like i think him beating up all the henchmen in the in the corridor that was a solid that was a solid action scene um and i think the fight and and eventual reveal that he was nemesis that was cool and then that's pretty much it everything else after that was was tacky i i mean we got you got a character who literally says if he overheats, his heart will explode, fighting in a burning building. And he's cool right up until the end. Not to mention, this thing is burning down. It's been on fire for quite some time. This kid ain't coughing. This kid ain't, he ain't, he ain't disoriented. He ain't got no smoke in his eyes. Like what? Like, it's like he has plot armor. Right. I'm like, 
okay, okay, like again, just phoning it in the whole way. So like that, yeah, no, nothing really nice to say about this film. Yeah. So, all right, final thoughts. Oh, Samaritan, um, it had a lot of potential to be really good. Uh, I, I kind of wish, like, no offense to, to Sylvester Stallone, great actor, great producer. I kind of wish he wasn't the lead in this. Like, I wish they had, they had gone out and gotten somebody else. Uh, and I also wish that they had a much better script because this, this script was atrocious. Um, but so outside of that, this was a little hard for me to sit through. It's definitely not a film I will be revisiting again. So yeah, that's it's gonna be a solid one star for me. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um, as soon as I finish the film, I'm like, this is just a one star. Give yeah. it one star in Letterboxd. Yeah, it's it's a I, one star. It's just it's just embarrassing because I've never seen Sylvester Stallone be so freaking lazy in a movie. Yeah. Mm. This film had a $50 million budget. So it showed. Yeah. They probably used that entire budget on the CGI Sylvester <laughs> Stallone they had at the end when they were when they showed him unmasked. Oh God, I forgot about how bad that was. <laughs> Jesus. Unlike yeah, I know visual effects companies are being overworked at this point because every film has visual effects in it and they're being pushed to the brink. So like a lot of the things that we're seeing right now, it's not their best work. Like, like we need to give visual effects artists a break. And yeah, yeah, because they're getting hammered and, and they're not delivering great work. <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> So that's a one star round the board for Samaritan. Uh, if you had a chance to see it, please, guys, let us know what you thought of the movie. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram and Twitter at FilmGoPod. And uh, bef- before we move on to the next film that we're going to talk about, let's uh, let's get some recommendations. What's good? What's good? What's good? What has been good for you, sir? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> um, so it's just been a busy week, so I haven't had a chance to watch anything good. Oh, but <laughs> like I mentioned in our last recording, I was supposed to sit down and record with um Crooked Table Productions, mm-hmm. and uh, um, some some things came up. We didn't get a chance to record just yet, but I did rewatch Muppets Most Wanted, <laughs> and no. I, I forgot how bad this movie was because you had such a great movie. Of uh, the first Muppets was fantastic; it was great. Um, the 2011 one with um, Jason Segel and uh, Amy Adams mm-hmm. love that movie. And then they have a film that takes place almost immediately after it, and it was so dumb. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my thoughts because I want to talk about it with them. Oh, and we rescheduled, but no, I forgot how bad this movie was. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with a what's bad as well. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, uh, definitely we have recommended a ton of films uh throughout our episodes. Uh check those out if you guys have it. This episode, it's all bad, man. <laughs> it's all bad. I went to the movies and I saw two movies, uh in one day and i came out over to it was uh it was un- unbelievable how bad both of these films were i went and saw three thousand years of longing and uh the invitation um if you saw the trailer for the invitation you saw the movie <laughs> there's no question about it the, everything that was in the movie was in the trailer that's unfortunate because i um, like i wasn't I mean, I wasn't looking for anything crazy with that movie. Mm. I was excited to go see it, but now, now that you mention it, I, I can see how everything is in the Every, trailers. Everything from the trailer is in the movie. Like, is it is it a ready or not wannabe? It's worse than that. 
it's worse than that. It's like a ready or not um, wannabe with mixed with like a weird romantic comedy. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, which would have been fine if, if I'd never seen the trailer. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it would have been like, it still would have been a bad movie. Like, no question about it. But I'm partial to vampires, so I'm automatically going to love anything with vampires in it. But no, (laughs) it was it was it was so bad. So, so bad. Um, So if you have the chance, uh, run, don't walk away from the invitation. (laughs) Can I (laughs) tell you that enough? I mean, hey, if you want to. Go right ahead, check out both of these movies and see how right we are. <laughs> so that has been what's good slash bad with us this week. And uh, we are going to move on and discuss another film that we both had the chance to see, uh, which is, hold up, let me get the actors' names because I don't even think I know who they are. Uh, okay so we are discussing another film uh called fall uh directed by scott mann and written and directed by scott mann starring grace carolyn and virginia gardner and there's also uh, an appearance by jeffrey dean morgan and mason gooding in this film jeffrey dean morgan was a surprise to me yeah yeah that was a that was a surprise to me as well um so fall is about two best friends becky and hunter who are uh are extremist i guess uh mountain climbers and uh during a mountain climbing expedition with uh believe it's becky's yes becky's boyfriend dan played by mason gooding uh dan uh falls uh from um a cliff and dies uh so several weeks later i believe it's it's well almost a year later uh it is a year later yeah it's about a year later uh becky's still dealing with the trauma of it you know her friends and family are trying to get her out of it uh and that's when uh hunter comes up with the idea of trying to uh challenge Becky's fears by getting her to climb the 2,000 foot uh, tower, television tower uh, outside of town somewhere. And, uh, you know, just to challenge her, get her over this hump. And she, the idea is to spread, you know, Dan's ashes over this expedition so that they can, you know, come to terms with what, what's ha- what happened. And um, and from there, hilarity ensues, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real quick, non-spoiler thoughts. Brandon, what did you think of Fall? Okay, this one is a very mixed bag for me. Mm. Because on one hand, it's great. The tension is awesome. On the other hand, the writing sometimes sucks. <laughs> you get what, what I mean? You, what do you mean exactly? Which Which parts? Where I can't go into spoilers yet. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. You're right. Okay. <laughs> well, but, yes. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's all I can really say for it right now is it's a mixed bag. Like, I, there were a lot of moments where I was on the edge of the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then <laughs> the other scenes, so I'm sitting back, I'm like, why is this happening? Why are you talk why are you talking about this on the top of a sky tower? <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will I I, I'm curious what which part you're you're referring to because uh, I may agree, but I thought overall I love this film. Like the tension building was extreme. Like, and I personally I'm not afraid of heights, but if we go too high, I do get to be a little I get a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm short, so I'm used to being close to the ground, being that, being up that high, and some of those shots where you were looking down and seeing how far up they were, 
I was like, I was starting to get like real, like, you know what I'm saying? I was starting to puke like a little bit. Like, I was like, oh man, like, I do not like this at all. I was shaking throughout the entire thing. Like, there are some, there, when you talk about tension, there are some moments in there where I was like gripping my seat, like, ooh, we, like, like this is not good. <laughs> so, in terms of how well they deliver that, level of tension i think it was expert level stuff and i think scott mann in particular did a fantastic job with with directing uh this type of story i thought it was i thought it was really excellently well done yeah on a tension perspective scott mann did a great job oh yeah so um let's break the seal of spoilers here I'd like to talk about how absolutely dumb Becky's friend is. Hunter? Oh, I disagree, but go ahead. <laughs> See, um, as somebody who is a big Disney guy and used to love watching Disney vlogs, like there are some here and there that I'll still watch, but a mm. lot of it, like it's just become so overbearing of a community. Like, uh, um, that it's just it's just chock full of people giving being fake online doing this and that to try and get more views. Hunter is the embodiment of that. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm using a push up bra to get more views. I mean, she knows our audience. What can you say? <laughs> to get to your point of um, the uh, conversation they're having, the love triangle. Mm-hmm. That's what really bogged this down for me because there was no point to ha- in having that. Really, no point. I completely disagree. The dudes a year separated from being dead, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh my god, you left him too!" Like I knew they weren't gonna try and kill each other because they need each other to survive. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> like I like to me, like I I. Again, guess that early. I guess that, you know, um, that he had had an affair with her. I, I, I guess that early. And like when you like you see like she's in a dream sequence and, you know, she tells him that she loves him. And he says, I, I, she's like, you're going to say it back. He's like, I am saying it back. And he taps her one time, then four times, then three times. I was like, oh, OK, you know, one, four, three. And like i knew it before like becky lost her shoe and you saw that 143 tattoo on her i was like but the second i saw it i was like yep <laughs> like it's like yep 100% i don't know what scene it was uh that that like got it for me but i was like at some point i was like yeah no he he definitely cheated on her with with her friend um and so, like when that when that scene came up, like for me, that was also part of the tension, right? Because I was like, "What are you gonna do when you are stuck on a two thousand foot tower with someone who you believe to be your best friend, and you just discover that they're the one who's who's been sleeping with your dead husband?" Like I'm like, again, like. I didn't think that they would like push each other off of the, you know what I'm saying, the tower or anything. But like, I was like, it's definitely going to be an awkward conversation. <laughs> like, and I'm like, for me, like awkward conversations are just as bad as like, you know what I'm saying, looking over a 2000 feet tower. <laughs> like, I was just like, uh, like, how do you, how do you deal with this? And like, the good thing about it, I felt was like, at least he's, he's gone. Right. Cause it's like, if he was still around, and this was going on i felt like there would be a little bit more tension but like with him being dead and her you know still dealing with that trauma and then discovering this thing about her friend and, and their relationship i felt like it was a good amount of uh tension there that that added to the story so that that's the only thing about it like to me the dialogue part that was weird was when they started talking about wrestling <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like, to me, that was the weird part. Like, I was like, that's just so random. And then like, she's like, oh, we're talking. She said, what messed me up was she said WWE. And then she named a bunch of wrestlers who wrestled in WWF. I was like, yeah, yeah, WWF doing? <laughs> like, in the 80s. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, nah, bro. Like, that's an issue. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, we used to watch wrestling, WWE. And she's like, so who are your favorite wrestlers? And she literally named Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind. And I was like, dude, like, <laughs> None of those guys. Three guys. Yeah, like they're great. Like they're some of the best ever. But like, they didn't wrestle in WWE, homie. Like they wrestled in WWF. Like it's a totally different story. So, yeah, that that was the one weird dialogue part for me. But like, other than that, and the thing that I was like curious about is I'm like, you know, at the are we break? Did we break the syllabus? We did. Okay, just double checking. Um. At the end, I was like, how would no one think that, like, you lured your friend up there and and murdered her? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm like, you're the only one who survived. You know what I'm saying? Is there, like, your phones have been off forever. Like, you literally throw your friend down a 2,000-foot ladder with your phone and her shoe stuck in her stomach. Like, it looks like a grisly murder. Like... Like, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to like a, a, a fight for survival, but like, no, it looks like you pushed her off a tower, stuck your shoe and your phone in her to get a signal and killed her. Like, I'm just like, how does it not look like that? <laughs> like, and her phone is destroyed. So like, you don't have the evidence of those videos she was taking earlier. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know. It just, it looked, it looked bad. So those are the only real issues I have. I'm sure the second one could be explained, but like, other than that, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I was about to bring up an issue. How can vultures fly 2000, uh, fly up in 2000 feet? But according to Google, <laughs> turkey vultures have been reported by aircraft pilots to rise to to be able to rise as to as high as twenty thousand feet, jeez, yeah, man, that that vulture had an agenda, bro. He was like, he was on it. He wanted, he wanted her blood bad. He's like, <laughs> he's like you're dead meat. I don't care. <laughs> but <coughs> a good twist that I liked in this film is when Hunter was revealed to be dead. That was a good scene. That that really like shocked and upset me because I was like. Like I was loving that, like they had rekindled, you know, saying they they had tried to forgive each other for this in, you know, saying injustice or this indiscretion, and they were working through it. And so I was like really happy for them. I was like, you know, when y'all get down, you know, what I'm saying maybe y'all will have a fight, maybe y'all will, you know, what I'm saying push through it and be still be friends. And then to get that reveal, like, no, she's been dead this whole time. I was just like, what? No. Like, oh, I was so upset. Like, but yeah, like it was a twist I was not expecting. Like, I, I definitely thought like that was very well executed. Very well executed. I thought it was gonna be another dream sequence. Right. Yeah, because that's that's what I mean. Like, there were like two other dream sequences before then. Like, so you're like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like you know maybe it's another one or you know saying like but you realize like they're setting you up because what we're seeing is actually a dream sequence and I was like that's that was cool like just in terms of like a storytelling technique I thought that was really really cool like but yeah like it was a twist that I I did not see coming and it, it paid off. I think it paid off tremendously well. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, see, as soon as they were like, oh, the drone is dead, I heard the light blinking on and off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are they going to climb up there? I had a feeling I had a feeling immediately that was going to happen just based on, I wouldn't say facts, but of like the the context clues they gave us throughout the film mm-hmm. of that stupid life hack in the beginning, which actually does not work. <laughs> but 
Yeah. Just just in case you're wondering, kids, does not work. <laughs> but yeah, and that's another issue. That's another scene that I had an issue with. Like, look, I I get it. It's the film, you know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta make sure that this works. But I don't know how, like, I know how long it takes for my phone to charge, right? I know I could not be holding on to the top of a of a 2000 foot ladder with upper body strength for the for the length that it takes to charge my phone like I know how long it took for your old phone to charge exactly you know what i'm saying like i think it took like three days oh like by the time by the time like that first light would have lit up i'd have been like all right it's charged enough let's go <laughs> like <laughs> like like that that would have been my limit but like bro we just need to get it over there that's it. That's all we need. Like, that's a solid, like, 20% of battery power because we'll be good. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, no. Nah, the, the, the idea that she was able to hold up there for that long to charge it to be 100%, I'm like, I think even day turn to night or something, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, night turn to day or something. Oh, no, I think only, like, 20 minutes passed by. Well, oh, 20 minutes. That Okay. Like, or, like, well, whatever, whatever it was, like it looked like it was a very long time just waiting for this uh thing to charge. And I'm like, look, I know, I know how long my stuff takes to charge. I'm like, my headphones are charging right now. They've been charging since last night. They still ain't done. Like, like, so I'm like, yeah, nah. I'm like, if I had to hold on to the top of a 2000 foot like tower with just my legs and arm strength, like I get it. These two are mountain climbers. Their, their upper body strength is really good. But even after a while, you'd be like, all right, bro, like. <laughs> you haven't eaten in three days. Exactly. You like, exactly. Like at some point you're going to have to, you're going to have to bail out of this. At least when it got to two full ones, I'd have been like, all right, come on. I, that's 50%. We can get it over the line. <laughs> you know what I've seen that I thought was really funny was those dudes at the bottom of the ground oh my god <laughs> oh my god she <laughs> shot the flare and it's to be like hey dale let's go help them they straight up steal their car i like you want to talk about the most unrealistic scene <laughs> i've seen all year in a movie and i've seen superhero movies and vampire movies and to me this was the most unrealistic scene in a movie i've seen all year i'm like you are two dudes in the middle of the desert who see two let's not lie very attractive females i mean they can't see who they are like no they had not they could literally see Uh, yeah so i'm like well i mean also i think they were gay even i don't care you don't i'm like like bro like you see two very attractive females stuck at the top of a 2000 foot ladder and you don't help what <laughs> like gay or not you could have had friends for life you know what I'm saying companions for life like and if you are straight you would have been compensated let's not let's not lie saving someone's life guarantees you a lot of uh leeway with that person well like so like to me i was like there's no way like it could not have been me could not have been me with my best bud seeing two women stuck at the top of a ladder uh stuck at the top of a tower and not doing anything hell and even worse to steal their vehicle like what like i get it the whole concept is to um make this this uh endeavor to be more and more difficult i get it but i was like come on dude (laughs) like there's no guy on on planet earth who's going to walk away from Mm -hmm. that and not try to at least at least attempt to save a life there like that's that one's that one was a little strange to me (laughs) but outside of that Again, the tension building was great. I'll tell you, like, what I thought of this movie, what I thought was going to happen, 
was like I really walked in expecting this to be like a degrade level sort of action thriller like one of those movies that you could have been done on television type of things you know yeah that's gonna be it could have gone in like this could have been an AMC original film. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know what I'm saying? This could have been an FX, not even FX, like like one of those like bargain basement channels. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like one of them. That's, that's what I genuinely thought this movie would be going in. And that's sort of, because of that, I expected like both girls would survive. It'd be like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like happy ending type of thing. Maybe those guys come back and they bring like two hundred guys, and you know they. Because it was produced by. It's because it was produced by BuzzFeed. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just expecting it to be tension filled, but end in a very lighthearted, fair kind of way. Maybe they grow distant because of the reveal, or you know what I'm saying? They try to pull their relationship back together. It takes a while, you know, type of deal. That's what I expected. And for it to keep leveling up on the thrills and the and the the tension building, like when they finally got the drone to work, I was like, okay, this is it. This is how they both survive. You know what I'm saying? This is it. And then it gets hit by a truck and it's destroyed. And I'm like, wow. Like I'm like, and this is after everything, right? This is after. The, the ladder falls. This is after, you know, the, 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 they have trouble getting the book bag up. This is after, you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't spend all this time, you know, charging the drone and, and rationing the water and none of it's working. And they didn't went through like two different um, types of ways of, of trying to get, you know, things back. And then I'm like, finally, they got the drone charged. It, it's there. This is going to work. And then I'll be honest, as soon as I saw the the weight, like the the height it had when it got towards the diner, I'm like, it's gonna hit by the truck. Because they foreshadowed that too. They did foreshadow it, which I thought was brilliant. And like, but yeah, like I just wasn't expecting it. When it hit, I was like, dude. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, I'm like, all of my like emotion at that moment would have just would have just fallen out of me just like you know what i i don't care like like we might as well die like there's nothing left at this point like it was there, like this was a plan that they had planned for like this is like 20 30 minutes of the movie of them trying to get this drone together and for it to end like that i was just like dude like <laughs> my heart sank i was like there's no way they're getting out of this and i was just like that was my thought process throughout this entire movie was how do they get out of this or do they like you know what I'm saying like it's, it's, it was crazy to me the level of tension building that this movie had yeah that's that's the best that's what's crazy about it is like you create such a conflicted film because of the tensions being great the writing's kind of eh but you end up with a good product i'm like and honestly like i think it could have gone a number of different ways and still been like really really good like they both could have survived and yeah that would have been a little little cheesy a little lighthearted. but i think if they had gone through those struggles and made it out that still would have been a great film um i think it would have been interesting if uh hunter had lived instead of becky that would have been a very interesting uh, ending, um, you know. Said, but we got you know Becky surviving and and the the Hunter twist, which again, man, <laughs> cannot stress enough. That was that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you know what? I kept thinking though, like in the days since I've seen it, I was like, you know, if only they were a part of the Fast and Furious family, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> If only they were, because then they would have been like, all right, we're about to dive onto these satellite dishes, right? We're about to tear them off. We're about to ride them down. And then, like, once we get to, like, a thousand feet, we're going to jump off, land on the ladder, and just climb down. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Because family. That's why. Like, 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 that's all I kept thinking was, like, if this had been in a different universe, they could have both survived and made it off, and it would have been great. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, like, of all the different ways, like, how would you survive this like like if you were in this predicament how could you survive and i'm like 
I don't think I would have. I'd have just let the vultures eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. Uh, for me, excellent tension building. Uh, I really enjoyed the performances, uh, especially by the two leads. I thought they were amazing. Can't say enough about that twist. That was insane. Um, and yeah, uh, as far as movies that use drones this year, so far the best use of drones I've seen uh, all year. So Gray Man and Ambulance 355, no. But this, this had a, a very great effective use of drones. So uh, I dug it. For me, uh, I landed on four stars. Uh, I really liked the really liked fall really thought it was really good yeah um what am i what do i have it at now i need to look real quick i have it at solid three and a half solid yeah i i think i think this is one of those films where i'm comfortable at sitting at three and a half and not giving it crap because mm-hmm. tension was good writing was okay it's a perfect balance right so yeah um Fall is a definite three and a half for me, and uh, like, and I, I would agree with that too. Like, I could go down to three and a half. I think that is sufficient. I think the reason I'm at four is just because it was such a surprise to me, right? Because I genuinely expected this movie to be awful. Like, maybe not awful, but definitely like below quality. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely what I expected, and for it to have been of such quality i'm like was was completely blown away i also want to stress that this was one of the most difficult uh theater experiences i've ever had not because of the movie but because of someone in the audience who apparently was not into the movie and decided to pull out their phone and watch tiktok videos during it i hate that and i'm like i legit had to fight the urge to strangle this person, like like legit. I Why was so talk to her. I was surrounded on both sides. Like it was actually a packed crowd for my for this theater. So wow. I was like, I was like, yeah. So I was like, couldn't really get out. And plus, I was enjoying the movie. I didn't want to leave, but I was like, bro. I I was like, somebody should have put a hand on their shoulder and was like, hey, get out, <laughs> get out before you get hurt. Like seriously, like <laughs> us. Uh, that reminds me of like Dunkirk viewing. This doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> I like if you're not into the movie, hey, it happens. But you know, saying other people are here and they pay exactly. To see the movie. Like, it's ridiculous. All right, so uh, we're gonna get up out of here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, once again, you guys can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Cold Pod. Let us know your thoughts on Fall, Brandon. Where can everybody find you, sir? You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears over on Letterboxd. Go check out what I'm watching. And thank you guys again for listening. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Reviews one That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCoPod. And we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace.